0: Thanks for tuning in to Midweek Jam with Rhonda and Jules. We are helping dental assistants get over the hump of the week Wednesday. Jules and I have been dental assisting for a long time. We may not be experts, but we sure are old. (laughs) What we're doing is we're going online, we're finding that some dental assistants are running into humps with their team, with their dentist, with the career field. We are dissecting them, pulling out those pearls and helping you get over the hump of the week Wednesday. Alright Rockstars, if I haven't gotten your attention previously about Zen Supplies, let's try a different accent. How It Works Zen Supplies, their web-based platform manages inventory and ordering of your dental supplies. They combine the advantage of having everything in one place and having a single point of reference for inventory control, ordering and budgeting. How It Works 1. Create an account and link your suppliers. Two review your custom inventory list. Three, process orders with confidence. Four, track and verify orders as the shipments arrive. Five, control 4% of supplies budget with personalized attention. Are you ready for Zen Supplies? Visit www.zensupplies.com to find out more. Well, hello, Miss Jules. How are you?
1: Oh well. Hey, guess what today is? It is no. Tomorrow is hump day. <laughs> Who's on <laughs> schedule? Me. <laughs> I'm like thinking normally when you do it, but today is Tuesday and it's not a hump day, and but it will be a hump day tomorrow. When you so hear that, you folks, yeah. yes, so have a good hump day. Get yourself through the hump of the week and. Really focus on yourself and, and coming across that finish line because it's almost there. If I don't get snowed in, I'm tired of the snow. I'm sure Montana has lots of snow though.
0: Oh, only a couple feet.
1: <laughs> only,
0: right? <laughs> only a couple feet. You guys in the Southern Hemisphere, send some sunshine our way. Right. Yes. Yeah.
1: Sunshine, no snow, a little bit of warmth goes a long way. Yeah. So how's your bent, your work production month, the spend, how, I mean, what's happening in your practice?
0: Oh, I don't We're super busy. You know, it's, um, I mean, we have like, I think eight new patients a week average and that's pretty good. Yeah. I mean, for a one doctor practice, um, yeah, I mean, just truck it along. I mean, there's not a day where I sit down or eat lunch, so that's good <laughs> <laughs> lunch. Yeah. You think we'd be skinny lunch. by now. Mm-hmm. We don't eat, we never, you know, we don't have lunch. So, you know, I work part-time, um, but even our full-time DA it's seven Well, she gets there at like six 30, mm-hmm. six 30 to five. Usually, um, last patient around three 30 every day, except for Wednesday. And, um, I work from nine to two forty five straight, no break, no lunch. And I know you guys are gonna be like, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, that's unfair, but you know, honestly, I like, I like to power through. Cause I, when I did have a lunch break, it made me tired and I would dread going back. And if you just power through, I, I just, I feel like I like that in this place in my career now. Like I like powering through. Well, that's what we do. We power
1: through, we push through. Yeah. You know what I mean? We just kind of do it and just to move on and just go to the next task. So yep. Well, the only Absolutely. thing I
0: do—the only thing I do miss about when I did work at practices that had lunch breaks, yes—was um, which cat- is
1: rare. No, I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> Very rare, <laughs> right? They're out there, but I did. We used to like every Tuesday or Wednesday, we'd go to like this Mexican restaurant together, and it was really bonding. And and you know when you don't have that lunch break, you lose that part. Yes. So you yeah, I mean, yeah we so you kind of give up some of the stuff. We at my
1: office eat lunch every day, every single day every single day do you together. eat together. Mhm. Yeah. Um, Mondays, we don't have lunch Tuesday and Wednesday. So we either order out or somebody goes, picks up wraps or we have like taco Tuesday. Sometimes where Sarah, my hygienist will bring food. We'll all bring something to make food. So, but we all sit and eat together and chit chat. I mean, we only get a half hour, but sometimes it's a little bit longer than that. Sometimes it's not, I mean, but what's nice right now is that we can, we're, just monitoring the flow of patients that in our practice. So like the ones that show up freaking early for their appointment, like way early and, and interrupt our lunch, we can tell them, Oh, we'll be with you in like 20 minutes. Come on. <laughs> and Instead of them coming into the practice. Now we tell them to wait in their car. Yeah. So,
0: and You don't feel rushed.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So we don't feel rushed and, um, and stuff like that. So it's nice. It's been nice. And we actually have a full kitchen upstairs but we yet have in our wonderful hygienist cleaned it. So we've yet to use it to go up there and kind of get away from our, where we eat. Cause where we eat is right in front of like where I sit in the office space. And then the reception area is right there. So you can Aww. kind of see everything that goes on, but yeah, I like the, the sitting down, the chit-chatting, the goofing around, the just talking, not even about work or patience, Just talking, like, "No, oh, what'd you do this weekend? How was your COVID? You know, how was your suck and COVID chat? It sucked balls, dude. It really did. I thought I was, <laughs> I was dying. Oh my god, it was awful. It Aww. was awful. It was awful. I highly recommend it, but <laughs> just
0: be prepared.
1: <laughs> just be prepared. It was. Oh my gosh, I tell you, you know,
0: mm-hmm. so. But anyways, yeah. I, it's all good. I thought we could go through the group post. We haven't done that yeah, in a while. Yeah, we've not done that
1: in a while and there's been some really good ones.
0: So good. I want you to go first because mine's kind of long. Yours is kind of long. Okay.
1: So all right. This one is from Dental Assistance Worldwide Group, of course. Whoop, whoop. Best group out there. Whoop, whoop. Um, whoop, whoop. Uh, a patient calls 15 minutes before their 830 appointment saying they would be 10 to 15 minutes late. So at 8.45, you're the only assistance because the other is out, what do you do? What should the front desk do? Okay, so what? you go first. So what does your front desk do? What is your protocol for um, patients and being lateness and stuff like that and holding them? holding them accountable. Now, if it's a weather issue or a car, you know what I mean? Or is it a repeat offender? What do you, what do you
0: think that
1: your office does?
0: Well, you know, there's two scenarios, scenario A, I go up front and they don't realize the patient's five minutes late or scenario B, they're already on the phone trying to find the patient. Like they're like investigating. Okay. Mm-hmm. Where, where's Bob? Bob's not here. Why is Bob not here? Cause you know, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, like that hole is a big deal. And so, um, I usually, you know, if anything for me, like we don't do a lot of phone work, but if something's happened and admins doing something, I will get on the horn Mm -hmm. and be like, Hey, Bob, you know, your appointment. And, and here's how we work this. We don't turn them away unless it's like outrageously late, you know, like 10 or 15 minutes you can make do Mm -hmm. if it's like 30 minutes late, but they're still coming. That's still production we will revise the treatment plan. So when they get there, so we'll call them and they're like, I'm on my way, but I'm 30 minutes late. You know, like, no problem. We'll still see you, but we might have to revise your treatment plan. So we don't ever turn anybody away unless it's like they showed up five minutes before their appointment time was supposed to be over and didn't answer the phone. Like, like, you know, that, that patient that, that blatantly disregarded everything and then right showed up and expected work. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll still see them, you know, as soon as we find them. And if we don't find them, mm-hmm. um, I did work for an office where it was really cool. Cause they had a quick call list and I know this is kind of off topic, but <laughs> it was really nice. So, That's right. um, if, if we did find the patient, you know, it's 15 mm-hmm. minutes past their appointment. There's absolutely no way to do the crown prep and the allotted time or whatever. Um, we would have like retirees and non-insured patients and a quick call list. And they would get like 10% off of whatever services were rendered if they could fill the spot quick notice. So it'd be somebody who lived in the neighborhood and didn't have insurance. And that was really Mm -hmm. helpful. And we just kept it in a box and it was labeled by, you know, if they were due for hygiene, it was labeled by months and prioritized. And that was really, really helpful because then the doctor didn't stress out because less production is better than no production, especially when you can get a butt in the chair, you know? but yeah. Okay. Where did we go? Okay. So (laughs) if it (laughs) happens, we still see them as long as it's not outrageous and they have a good excuse and we'll revise the treatment plan. If we were doing a quadrant of fillings, we would go, you know, just, you know, one or two Zs.
1: Right. and 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 that's good to have an office policy like that, you know, like that everybody knows, I guess, like you said, you don't turn a patient away. Um, I do, I because we're such a small practice, anyways. But the fact is, is like these larger practices. If you think, think about it, if you have one patient that's ten to fifteen minutes late, and you gave them an hour, guess who, what? It's going to be late the next thing. Yeah, it's a snowball. Right? Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. It's
1: a, It can be. It can be a snowball effect. So I think what you have to do is okay. Get with your team, and as one that works in the front office and has worked clinical. So we know that we get run ragged. People just shove people in the schedule, not even think about us clinical team like that. We can juggle, do all this and that in this amount of time. But hey, here's an emergency in the middle of your CERAC that might need an extraction, but we'll just shove them right here because we see white on the schedule. So there's no plan, rhyme or reason. And sometimes it's just not fair. And that's when, us as dental assistants get stressed out, you know, and the, the doctor gets stressed and mistakes happen and things get dropped and, you know, we get angry and exhausted. Right. Yeah. So what I suggest is that your office have a policy and that all patients know the policy that, you know, five minutes is late. You know, to me, my, you know, my grandmother said, if you are Not if you, even if you're 10 minutes early, you're still late, but anyways, so five minutes is late, but if that patient's not there at eight o'clock, your front desk should be picking up the phone. If their appointment's at eight, you should be picking up the phone and saying, hi, Mr. Jones, we're just calling to check on you. Where are you? Oh, I haven't even left yet. I totally forgot about my appointment. Well, okay. We're going to have to get you rescheduled today. Yes, you lose the production, but it also holds the patient accountable for either one, forgetting two, they're going to be late. Some people are just laters. I mean, some yeah. people just don't plan. Well, don't plan for traffic. Don't plan for weather. They just don't. They say, Oh, I have an appointment at eight. Eh, okay. Or they know that, Hey, I've been late before. They'll see me anyways. Yeah. So there's yeah, that. It's them. the behavior. <laughs> it's the behavior. And yeah. it's not fair if you just say, well, I'm going to just we're going to see you 15 minutes late, half hour late, because you know, and I know dang well that a patient calls and says they're going to be late. It's at least another 20 minutes.
0: Yeah. And you know, too, with technology, I mean, we, everybody there's knows no that there's, there's new COVID restrictions, right? So we got to do yes. your temp check. We got to make sure you get the pre yes, review, the health history. And so, you know, when you call to confirm those appointments or text, mm-hmm. hey, please arrive 15 minutes early so that we can get your intake completed at your scheduled time. And, you know, just those texts really help. I mean, I just, what do you guys use? We use Revenue Well. Okay. Yeah, so we for everything. don't use Revenue Well, but we do use.
1: <laughs> what do you use? You don't even know. It, it just popped good. right out of my head. Weave. We use Weave. Weave. Oh,
0: okay. Or weavers. I Any mean, the thing is, is
1: <laughs> n- the system is only as effective as its users, right? Oh yeah,
0: yeah. You got to get that chip on. So, th-
1: a lot of the times, the thing is, studies have shown that people will answer a text first before they answer an email, and lastly, before they answer a uh, phone call. Word. Okay, I'm that person. I'll even answer a Facebook message before I answer a text. <laughs> But the fact is, is your team has no systems, no protocols for patients. And they just keep giving into the bad behavior, which makes the whole team from the hygienist to the doctor, to the assistant, angry and upset. Now you're the front office and you think you're doing your job, but you're not, you're causing more jobs, more work and more stress for the people in back. So they, they really need to come up with you know, this poor assistant really needs to bring the attention to the doctor saying, look, we need a system. We need a policy. We need some type of protocol that if somebody has to be watching, I watch the schedule like a hawk. Now we have cameras at my work and I love my boss. And sometimes the patient, I laugh at him will pull up. Okay. They're not even out of the car yet. And he's already checked them in. And I'm like, where the, where the, f are they? I don't see them. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, he checked them in. And so I go, and I'm like, stop checking in my patients. When I physically take their temp, I will turn over to the yellow, like, you, it's there, they're here.
0: You know? Yeah, so because their butt's not in the chair and they have to go to the bathroom and then they want a coffee and then they. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah of yeah. course they're late. You should say, no bathroom breaks, no anesthetic if you're late. <laughs> no, I'm just
0: kidding. But the fact is, is that
1: there's a lot of factors that contribute to it that can be fixed she has to bring the attention to it because I could not work like that. I'd be like, whoa, hold the bus up, <laughs> you know, or even if they have an hour long p- appointment, you, okay, we're gonna just, I mean, I have my hygienist. Tell me you're just going to do x-rays today. They'll yeah. to come back. Yeah. And that's what they do. Or they'll perio chart, or they'll <laughs> just have Dr. Pew do an exam and yep. then they'll come back and get their cleaning and x-rays. So it's, yes, we do something, but we make them come back because yep. it's not fair. It's not fair to the patient after them. It's not for the team member that they're scrambling to get everything done. And then we can't provide them with thorough clinical treatment. So I say the best thing is to do is to get a system in place that everybody's on the same page and they're aware of what your policies are. And then the patient and make patients responsible for their actions. I mean, yes, sometimes things happen and people do get late, but It's the fact that sometimes there's repeat offenders, you know, that are at least, you know, late. And I don't think you should be telling them 10 minutes early because, you know, they show up 10 minutes every time. No, that's not fixing their behavior. People fix their behavior.
0: Yeah, you're not. Yeah, exactly. And and you're doing them a favor because this will run over into the rest of their life. You know, as soon as they can start being responsible for, you know, their dental cleaning, Mm -hmm. (laughs) then, you know, next thing you know, they're buying a house. Well, and the thing is too, it also,
1: it's the, and it has to reciprocate. So you have to run on time.
0: Yes. Yes. Because if they think you're always going to run late, guess what they're going to do? Always. Yes. And I've had
1: patients, not Dr. Pugh's office, but the office I currently work at, but you know, I've been in practices where I've been calling and confirming or they've come up late and they're like, well, I always have to wait for them. So I just figured he'd be late. I'm like, nope we run on time here, you know, or the, oh, my old dentist always ran behind. So I just decided to come. Uh, no, 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 nope. You know? So, I mean, you have to make the effort to make sure you're, you know, when that patient comes in, you seat them, at least put them in the operatory.
0: They don't care.
1: It's the sitting in the waiting room.
0: Yeah. Sitting in the, the waiting time room. goes tick,
1: tick. Yeah. And then they feel tick. late. They feel like they, if, even if you've, they've been a couple minutes sitting in that waiting room, they're going to still consider it late, but at least even if you can't get to them, put them in your operatory Mm -hmm. and just say, okay, we're going to be in a minute with you. At least they're in the operatory.
0: Yep. And you can set up around them. I know it's not ideal guys, but Jules is right. I mean, this is a, this is a head game for them. Seriously.
1: Oh, it is. It is. So that's my peas and carrots for today.
0: So uh, what do you got? All right. So it's an anonymous post in the Worldwide
1: Group.
0: So here we go. Ongoing issue that is just me and the doctor. He can't keep a staff hygienist keeps leaving. Recently, our front desk person of four years gave notice. Once again, it's me and the doctor. The issue is he's just difficult to talk to. I feel that he is mentally unsteady. He has sleep apnea. He sleeps all day in his office, gets up Mm -hmm. woken or gets woken up constantly. He's forgetting things when I tell him he even has charted wrong tooth. His eyesight has declined and recently got cataracts on both eyes. The day he got one done, he had two crown preps and mentioned to take a few days off, but he can't feel his way around the crown prep. I'm not sure if that's what it meant, but but he can feel his way around the crown prep, I guess, you know, with his constrained vision, I don't know. Constantly paying his bills late, nonstop phone calls, asking for payment. Mm. His work has gone drastically downhill. He's double booked, almost nowhere to put ER patients. um, And we have no hygienist still. He does things last minute, looks for temps, Uh, mean in the meantime his wife comes in and does some things but leaves all the hard stuff like posting big insurance payments can't add patients and show insurance info and other stuff when she's here I'm running around trying to clean three to four rooms manage trays and phone lines to catch up he's a very nice doctor but he's always been this way before I started 12 years ago he gets me uh, What gets me is that few of the patients coming back in pain, I want to leave, but I feel super guilty and sad for him. But I have had such migraines in the last four days. My doctor and therapist do now. Mm. I don't know what that means. I applied to so many places, but no one has even responded to my resume. I'm making myself sick being there, but I need to find something. That was Mm. sorry, guys. (laughs) I did my best. It was one of those broken text things, but, um, wow. Right. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like the doctor should have retired a while ago, uh, you know? Um, oh, and I've been there. I've been with those doctors, you know, they think they're still Superman, but they're declining and, and, and they're just, their their pace isn't matching their ability to manage. Right. Patients. Um, what was I going to say? Hmm.
1: I think she needs to have a little heart to heart with him, and he probably needs like a good consultant or someone to help him better hone in his practice and fine tune it. Yeah. Because obviously nobody else is seeing what she's seen or trying to help him change it. You know what I mean? I mean, he could have, I mean, he could have a bunch of issues. He could be, you know, an alcoholic. He could, Mm -hmm. you know, just like you said, have sleep apnea. Maybe he's, you know, what's that narcolepsy that he has during the day so that it could affect everything. I mean, he's a dentist. I don't, you know, dentists are really kind of up and up on that, but you never know. Maybe just people don't want to admit their own issues. Um,
0: so yeah. And if she's been there 12 years, I mean, If anybody's got the ability to, you know, have a come to Jesus meeting, I think she's earned that time-wise. Right. You know, I would respect somebody that's worked for me for over a decade if they said something, you know, constructive criticism. But I don't know. I don't know. I mean, if he's having a hard time keeping people, Mm -hmm. you know, there. I mean, how many straws to break the camel's back? Like, How many signs do you need? that you need to change something. You don't have to change everything. You got to change something.
1: Right. Yeah. I mean, he's definitely going to have to, I think she should approach him and say, look, I've been here 12 years and I'm, you know, this is what I'm seeing that's going on. How can just, how can I help you? What can we do to make this better? You know, because if she's seeing it, hopefully everybody else in the practice is seeing it.
0: Right. But just think about this. If she's looking for another place of employment, Mm -hmm. I mean, how can I, if I were a business owner and I only had one person stick it out with me? um, Right. You know, like they would have a lot more leverage to help me redirect. Right. Before me losing them, because that would just be devastating. Like, And it's funny because patients see that stuff you guys i mean you know they're like Mm -hmm. oh where's that hygienist she was here oh who's that you know like they get (laughs) it's just like the hair salon you know like if the julie cut your hair and then one day you walk in and you're supposed to have your appointment with julie and um now it's becky and you're like oh i don't know becky and then um you know the (laughs) salon owners like trust becky she's great she just graduated she's top of this class and then, you know, Becky leaves next time they come in and it's like, oh, that's Vicki. Who's Vicky So like, it just, it makes the patient lose mm-hmm. confidence in the practice when there's a lot of turnover. Right. Yeah. I mean, it does. And it's just so hard because doctors can't do it all.
1: They need a team and they need a team that has their back and they need a team that can help them see these things. And they need a team that's just not going to kind of put up blinders.
0: Yeah. Somebody honest, this, mm-hmm. right. With and good communication skills. Yep.
1: And maybe this is what that team is doing is, you know, putting up the blinders because you, you know, right now they don't see it, you know, yeah. or they don't want to see it. And they're just like, Oh, I get a paycheck. It is what it is. So, but I think she should go to him and say, look, I've been with you for 12 years. We're having some struggles. How can I help you? This is what I see needs to be fixed first.
0: You yeah, know, I like, sleeping. I, I love the consultant idea. Seriously, like, because that way and it's there's not so many from
1: her. No, and there's so many, you know, great consultants out there that he might, you know, he may not need to start small, you know, start with a schedule, start with a sleeping habit, start with, you know, I mean, who knows what his underlining issues may be. It's just sad that she can see that he's got a lot of patience, but is, is his work has gone downhill. I mean, we would all know that if we worked for the same- doctor over and over again. Right. So,
0: and, and the fact, you know, like, I also think about this too, like how far is too far? Like Mm -hmm. it's affecting somebody's health, you know, like at what point does your give a a damn, get busted. And you're like, you know what, this Mm -hmm. person is just self-sabotaging and I've been, you know, running myself ragged. And I feel like, you know, and I've been there, I've left to practice because of my mental health. Right. And so like, I don't know, it's such a, it's a hard one. Cause like, you want to say, Hey, you know, help them. And then your other part is like, they've screwed you leave them. <laughs> right. And I, and I think, you know, like I said, and you have to be
1: honest with yourself, like you can't take, like you said, like you've left because of your mental st- stability, you can't take all that. You need to one, make sure you're s- stable and Yes. You know, she might have not gotten interviews or whatever, but something will come along, you know, or, you know, just say you're going to quit and file unemployment. And when you file unemployment, tell them why. Obviously he's got all this going on. He might not even fight it.
0: He might be just like, Hey, just give her unemployment. And maybe, maybe that person's looking for the out. Like, you know, if the one other person leaves, that's been with me, then maybe that in their Mm -hmm. head is that's, that's the the quitting day, you know, like you never know what's in somebody's head. Like, you don't know uh-huh. how they're operating unless you communicate. And even then, like, people are only going to try and show you the best sides. Like, I don't know. It's tricky. Yeah. Yeah. So um, approach them. If your bridge is burnt, you know, know that there's other opportunities. Also, you could be that silver lining. You could be the one. Right that helps turn it all around by coming with solutions. Cause that's what it takes. Like you can't just show up with problems, you guys, you have to have solutions before you point out a problem period and dot.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, absolutely. I think that's, I mean, that's half
1: the, the battle with doctors. They, they get stressed is that um, that we do not um, have solutions for our problems. We come to them with all our problems and dump it on their plate and then make them give a fork to eat it, but we're not giving them, you know, we're not giving them the meat and potatoes to solve it. You know what I mean? It's just, they have to, I think if you have a problem, you need to come with us with a solution. Yep.
0: Yeah. Cause I mean, and, and doctors, I mean, a lot of them is especially the ones that aren't in study groups or don't have friends that are in the career field. Like you're like this lonely person on this tiny little Island, you know, and it's always on fire and you're, (laughs) you're the only fireman on the Island. Like that would suck. And that could really take a toll on your health period. I mean, and that's why I think a strong team is important. Everybody should learn how to delegate. Like the doctor should Mm -hmm. be taught that in school, how to delegate and the employees should know when it's time to step up and take on stuff, even if they don't want to because it's, you know, it's the right thing to do, you know, and, and find, I don't know. It's just, mm.
1: yeah, it's not easy. It's not easy. These were two really good posts. Oh man. There've been some good ones. We'll have to go back to, you know, maybe once a week or every other week, pull in some good, good topics. Cause you know, it's always good to hear what else is going on.
0: And I'm telling you what, we do have, you know, the best dental assistant group in the history of the world.
1: Oh yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's
0: like the most productive, you know, I, it's hard to keep all the haters out, but I tell you what. I mean, <laughs> I think as admin, you and I and John and and Teresa, and Nikki and Erica, Nikki
1: and you know, yeah.
0: we're doing our best to to make sure that we're not known for negativity because yeah. Nobody wants, I mean, we get enough of that, right? Nobody wants it.
1: yeah.
0: Get it by your nobody parents. Nobody wants so, that. Oh, oh, you don't need it by the
1: the bashing, and the, tra- the bashing and the trashing, yes we don't
0: need. And it's the largest group of people that know exactly what you go through every day. Right. You know, that's like the most comforting thing. Even if you don't get the advice you want or you don't find it helpful, it's the fact that, you know, our family doesn't get it. Um, other people in our lives, they don't, they don't understand how right. hard our job is. And the fact that, you know, we don't get paid, you know, as much as- mm-hmm. What other people do that deal with less stress, <laughs> right? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. But that's why it's a, a career of passion, right? For now, <laughs> till we catch up, till we catch up,
1: <laughs> <laughs> mm, till we catch up, you till know. I know. No. Um, what was I gonna say? I can't even think, I can't even think. Oh, I don't remember. I don't remember. I don't well, it was remember. really good. I'm sure. I know I'll have to remember it's, you know,
0: Oh, I want to tell oh, you I'm guys, just... I want to tell you guys this one thing before the, before we leave. So <laughs> today we had like this grumpy old patient, right? Um, Everybody warns me before I see them. Don't talk to him about this. Don't talk to him about that. You know, just get in there and get the blah, blah, Jeez. blah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like one of those patients. And so, <laughs> so of course me being the people person that I am, I hear him in the waiting room and he's talking to one of the admins and he's like, I like you more than I like mushrooms. And I'm like, that's my guy. I am going to turn him into a great patient. <laughs> and so by the time he left, he was, cause I, he was like military. And then, you know, of course I was military. So I opened up that conversation. He warmed right up. And he's like, he's like, I like you. <laughs> oh
1: he's God, like, you made funny. my
0: appointment a, a great appointment. I really like you. You got me with butter bar and just some random thing about lieutenants. And it was cute, but it was just funny. Cause like I, for like an hour before the appointment, I'm dreading it. Right. Cause everybody's like, Oh, grumpy grumper pants is coming in. Just, just get it done. Don't, you know, don't do any fluff. Don't do any extra. Like he doesn't like education, blah, blah, blah. But I was able to like put a smile. It was a, it was like a pat on my back day. I was like, Yay! it's that, that, that one picture where, you know, the guy's holding jaws, face open or whatever right <laughs> oh that's cute huh yeah
1: cute 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 good cute, days cute, cute. and yes. as long as
0: you go home every day and you remember the one good thing instead of the five bad things you're gonna keep loving what you do
1: that's right yep. absolutely absolutely all right guys well, everybody have, have, a- have a good hum- good hump day have a great hump day bye,
0: bye. um Thanks for tuning in to Midweek Jam with Rhonda and Jules. As always, if you guys need to get to hold of DA Rockstars, we have Facebook and Instagram, Jules Varney at Dental Assistants Rock, Instagram or the website or Facebook. And find your tribe. Dental Assistance Worldwide Group is a safe, vetted place for dental assistants where we're connecting and sharing our stories and learning together as a tribe. At the end of the day, we only hope for you that you were a better version of yourself tomorrow than you are today. And that starts by finding your people who are motivated to do better and be better. But until next week, keep on suctioning.